we always get into these debates of over GIF and GIF. And I'm like, it's a GIF because it's G-I-F. If the guy intended it to mean GIF, he should have but put it as a J. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we, we, we don't have JPEG files. And I don't, JPEG files. And I don't and I don't GIF <laughs> presents. I gift them, but we have Jiffy peanut butter. Yep. It just makes no sense. Mm. Alright. <laughs> Here we go. Oh wait, phones on do not disturb mode. <laughs> that sounded pretty wow. good. That, that sounded good. good. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to put that in there. <laughs> Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Where is it? 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 Where is it?
you get it for your collection, you put it out on your shelf, you have a display for it, and you pay it homage. You love this game so much, you wanted to put it out there that you have this game. Or is it a one-and-done game? Should you get it? Should you play it? Keep it for your collection, but kind of put it on the shelf, put it put it down, and, and just kind of have it, but not really display it. But yeah, it's, it's a good game. Play it once and we're good. Or do we flush it? Is it such a big pile, and you know what I'm talking about, that you shouldn't even touch it? Did we even like it? Does it get flushed down the toilet? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Kind of where it stemmed from. So that's our brilliant little way of our... Uh way of rating the game and that's what we're going to do but first we're going to go into a little bit more about the details of the game so we Correct. we all had at least one way or another looking at the game or playing the game uh josh what are you what, what are your thoughts on it so far from what you've seen tell us a little bit about what what people can expect to see in the game uh for those that haven't played it maybe a little description of what you saw what you remember so I didn't have an opportunity to play the game what I did do was I did catch a couple videos on YouTube of various players playing through the game in its entirety and I would probably compare it pretty similar to Paperboy for the majority of the gameplay. Yeah, that's what I felt when I played yeah, it. Yeah, except, except from an angled camera view you're looking at it a bit more top-down. A little bit, you know, behind view. Right. Uh, third person, you could almost say, from a distance. And for a good part of it, for a very, very Good long yeah, part of it. Yeah, there's a lot of it. <laughs> he is skateboarding through Hill Valley, and he is skateboarding a lot more than I remember in the movie. <laughs> so it's a stop there. So he's Marty's skateboarding through the game. There's one similarity to the movie because he does do that in the movie. Um, I want to say twice, no, once. I only remember once in the movie when just he was once, once per. Well, once in the first movie, and then again. In the future, in the second movie, hoverboard. By the time this game came out, wasn't the second movie already out? Second one was already out. Yes. Oh wow! Yes. So That's... they took an iconic scene and they decided to make that the focal point in this game. Right. They they saw that that was mm, I guess staple enough to represent the, the movie. It's like Tom Cruise on a motorcycle in every movie he does. Yeah. <laughs> Same difference. Or running very fast. Yeah, yeah. too. <laughs> so, in the game, I remember there were, for some reason, you're skateboarding down the street, and there's hula hoop girls hula hooping and blowing kisses. Little hearts are flying. Yeah, they come to dodge to them. hearts, apparently. At least I think it looks like hearts. I don't know. That I don't remember that in the movie. And then there's like he these... was he was always having to dodge ro uh, romances in the past because he's always trying you know good looking guy from the future comes back okay. in time he's okay. in a weird he's in weird clothes he doesn't he's told by Doc he can't really change the past all that you know at all really otherwise he's gonna fade out of existence so and maybe so... it represents the fact that he's dodging these romances from 1955 it, it could be something these, a scenario these crushes. Yeah, it could be a scenario that we way. didn't really see in the movie that they brought out more in the game because he's having to dodge all these things, and if he were to be attacked by it, hmm. then it would it would manipulate the past too much, and then it would. So, I'm I like just try, I like that. I'm I trying like to that. I'm trying to get something to it. I, like I don't know. <laughs> right, I thought it was just pointless, but now that you say it like that, I'll, I'll I'll buy that. I'll buy that. And then you get <laughs> like every good comedy guys for some reason taking a big. Paint, paint, of glass. Of glass. paint of glass just <laughs> right in the way. 
Yeah, the glass industry in Hill Valley is very lucrative right yeah, now because there is so many of them. <laughs> Something that I found interesting with that, though, was usually in, in some type of way, they show that there's something there to identify glass, whether it's you know some diagonal uh, pixels or something going up to show that there might be something there. In this game, there was nothing. I when I was when I first played it, I was like, okay, I need to dodge these guys, and I didn't really have a good way to go around, so I was going to go through them. And then all of a sudden, I was crashing through a pane of glass. I was like, <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> I didn't realize they were carrying a pane of glass until I crashed through it, and I was like, are you kidding me? It was a, it was like one of the last hits that I had. Yeah. Um, in, in it and then I died and I had a game over and I was like where did what <laughs> did, did you realize you could break it though if you do get a bowling ball you do get a projectile to be able to hit things out of your way I didn't realize that till I saw a playthrough doesn't wait, wait, happen by the way in the movie that was a bowling ball there is no bowling ball it, in it's the a movie. bowling ball yeah well I Absolutely. thought those were record discs no no it's, it's a bowling the, ball yeah it's a oh, bowling ball yeah and they even have at one point on the, on the sidewalks like uh, uh, pins that you can hit. Yeah, you, you can, can hit, hit down knock down pins for strikes. Which and stuff. again doesn't happen in the movie. <laughs> but they're trying and, to and think of things in the past. Marty that McFly. Think McFly. Think he <laughs> is so small. How can he pick up a bowling ball and throw it that far? Come on. Much much <laughs> less on. several not, of them. He's not throwing it. He's rolling it. Come on. Okay. 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 Come let's, on. Let's, but he's also so, skateboarding. He's also skateboarding. Balance. Only only if. You pick up the skateboard. He's running unless you Otherwise pick up the skateboard. Running. Okay. Okay. Come on. Did anybody either play or watch this game? Come on now, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they were mostly speed runs, so they did go through those pretty fast. Yeah. And even then, it was a bit long. So you're dodging girl crush romances. You're dodging guys with panes of glass. And then you get what looks like a big hulk of a bully coming towards you. The guy no, in bl- the, what, no the guys identity. In blue. Right. Just random big bully guy coming his right. way uh, and, and and you dodge it or shoot him with a bowling ball. <laughs> okay, so you got that. Right. Then there's bees or hornets that fly and come after that you. That make the weirdest sound. Uh, I played with the sound off so I wasn't able it, to hear the just, sound. It's just weird. I can't even, I won't even try to imitate it. It just sounds yeah. like a computer farting. <laughs> it makes no sense. A chip, but, a chip tune of a of a bee fart. Yeah, like a high pitched <laughs> bee fart. I don't know. Yeah. So, needless to say, with all that, uh, it's kind of hard. Yeah. It is because any one move and you're down and you're being timed. Right. So you're trying to pick up little and if, watches if, and if clocks and if you're perfect in it, you have four seconds left if you just stay on your feet. Every time I hit the end of one of the running scenes. I only had four seconds left on the clock. And those clocks don't give you extra time. When you collect a bunch, they added to your end score. But if you collected a hundred of them, it would refill the picture on the bottom. It would it would so regain you, your you life. You get more time, and then you also get your picture to be refilled. Right. Which will prevent you from disappearing from existence. So that's the benefit of trying to go around and collect it all. Yeah, and that was one thing I was kind of confused about at first because I see this picture and I see these three heads at the bottom and I thought to myself, well, are these the bosses? As I get through the... <laughs> as, as they get through the game and they get through each level, mm-hmm. each of the four stages, is one of those heads going to disappear? And periodically I'd see the heads start to disappear, but then... As, as you mentioned, as enough clocks were collected, 
the picture refilled itself. So I thought right. maybe it was some sort of a health bar or an indication of the timer. Right. It took me a little while to realize that it was actually the picture from the movie about him disappearing when he didn't fix the timeline. Graphics enough. could only go so far in 8-bit, so but I'm that's, surprised they even could pull that off. That's one right. of the things that I actually really liked about the game, though, was the fact that that was part of the movie. Yeah, They, they came up with a clever way, instead of saying, okay, you have four Martys left, you have three Martys left, and you have a countdown of your life, you had the picture down below. And as you kept getting hurt, or you kept tripping up, or you kept failing in the past and altering the time, the picture would start to fade. And then, like what you said, graphics can only go so far. But I also thought they did a really good job with the fact that when the picture went out and Marty faded away, it wasn't just him popping out, but they kind of went back and forth with his pixels to make it look like he was fading, and then he just disappeared. So I thought that was a really cool part of the game. Little mechanics here and there that I, I really liked about it. If you uh, enjoyed that, that was so monotonous. Every skating scene used the same music, and oh my goodness. Apparently that was supposed to be a a um, 8-bit rendition of Power of Love. No, not that I one. I did not hear that. No, not that one. No. Not, not that. The game, the game uh, only contains two songs from the film, Power of Love, which plays throughout most of the game. That? Is Power yeah. of Love? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you That's, look it up? That doesn't sound anything like Power of Love. <laughs> it says it only has two songs in it, Power of Love and then Johnny Be Good when he's playing the guitar. <clears throat> yeah, even, even from the wiki, it says right here that the game only contains two songs from the film, one is a sped-up version of The Power of Love, which plays throughout most of the game. Wow. So they only, only have two of those... It doesn't even sound like Power That's of how Love. bad the game... That's how bad the audio is, or oh, the, the chiptune. To have it sped up, and then the only other one is... Um, as we go along and talking about the game, we get to another part in it where he uh, plays the guitar, and then they switch it to Johnny Be Good. Let, let, me, let, me, let me play it for our listeners. Make it stop. <laughs> if that's power of love, the power of love, then, da, da, power of love da, da. Then, I, then, then I am Mickey Mouse because that does not sound like power no. of love. Horrible. Oh, the power of love. No, da, that, no, da. the music is. It's a sped up version, man. Come awful. on. Awful. The music is awful. And <laughs> what's up with only two tracks for a soundtrack? I mean, this isn't like, right? Yeah, this isn't Pac-Man or Pac-Man doesn't even have music. Yeah, it does. It has the intro. Music. It has a tune. <laughs> you know, I call it that. Uh, just for such an awesome movie that was made what f- three years ago. Right. At this point, it's like you think you'd get it right to make a pretty awesome game, but according to what I read in the wiki, Bob Gale, who was the screenwriter, the genius behind the Back to the Future films, he called the game one of the worst games ever and, and even insisted in interviews that fans should not buy it so according to Bob Gale LJN also refused his request to give input while the game was being developed they literally said no to the guy that made the movie and then even when they were finished developing 
he wanted to have some things change, and they're like, nope, sorry, too late. We already we're already yeah. too far past. Yeah, according, in that process according to, to this, change anything. he tried. He tried to do something about it, and yeah. they wouldn't let him. It, to an extent, it makes it, it makes some level of sense because, I mean, a lot with a lot of games, usually it's the gameplay that's determined first, and then you know, then a story will be kind of thrown into it and kind of flesh it out. But right. in this case, you know, they took a very mediocre game and then they slapped the uh, Back to the Future logo on it. And <laughs> okay, well, this character is Marty McFly, and these bad guys are Biff's you know, goon friends and okay. And they right. just, they kind of threw it in there to try to shoehorn in on the popularity because the trilogy was still, you know, in process, it was still very popular even back then. And they were just trying to ride that and they were just using it as a facade. I just find it hard to believe that a, a movie that grossed, according to the information I have here, 381 million worldwide, they wouldn't allow creative input from the person that wrote the movie. Was that adjusted for inflation? <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm just reading it right off the wiki. July 3rd, 1985 is when the movie came out, and it grossed over $381 million, uh, becoming the highest grossing film of 1985. Wow. So then okay. that's, a, that, that's in 1985, and then we have the game in 89, which was already uh, in the trilogy's progress, as you were saying, because mm-hmm. they had already released, at this point, part two. Right. And it was making great money. So... For LJN to just deny Bob Gale the creative input is really weird to me. That's like I don't understand it kinda how he ma- wouldn't do that. It kind of makes me think that this was still in their in. It kind of makes me think that this was still in the early development of developing video games, because I looked into Part Two and Three, which is a which is a single game in it of itself. Yep, and. That one was created a lot better. It had more of a side-scrolling thing and an adventure to it. So this yeah. just felt like we don't really know how we're developing things yet. There's already this popular game that Marty has to get to certain from A to B. Hey, there's another game that's kind of like that, Paperboy. We could kind of throw that in there and then kind of add little, you know, once he gets to this place and we're, we're going to get to that when he gets to the diner and then he has to start throwing milkshakes, which I don't remember. Milkshakes oh, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but it just it just felt like the, that is, a lot of people were playing Paperboy, yeah. or that might have been popular. So hey, let's put a lot of this element into this game, right? And then broke up that monotony a little bit with things in between to do. Yeah. Once he hits filler. certain parts, right? A yeah. filler. Once he hits certain parts Here, here's that why, were major in the movie. Here's why I'm not forgiving about it. Uh, the the system came out in '85. So right. we're talking four years into the life of a system, you get a game like that. It's like a, it's like a safe move where it's like, okay, we'll copy Paperboy and these other staple games. It just it felt very empty. Okay, let's go into the diner. So one of the hardest parts of the game, you're throwing milkshakes at, at, at approaching at enemy. Biff at the Biff Tannen's crew bullies coming after Marty. Yeah, which are for some reason like 20 of them at once. But yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and that's really hard because it was it's, it was a side-scrolling thing. You precise had to, aiming. Yeah. And I can't think of what game that's reminiscent of, but I know there's something out there that's like that. So was it very precise or was it just, okay, I'm at this level, the milkshake will fly across the room until Tapper. it hits the other side? Or are you talking about 
you determine the distance. No, it was just no. throw it. It'll it's go in a, the it's, it's like in a line. So you have like a like a ruled piece of paper, and they're all coming on their lines over to, over to you. So and something akin of some sort of tower defense or castle defense or yeah. something. Yeah, kind of on crack though, because they were going quick. So yeah. you had to like. I think the best and the tactic were pretty sluggish. And I think the best oh, okay. tactic I could do when I played it was just throw milkshake while moving up at the same time, up and then down, up and then down, and it would just create a trail of milkshake. You know, right. <laughs> throwing, <laughs> and it uh, didn't always work. But you yeah. did have that one button that was like a your special, and there was oh, a, it? yeah, there was a button where it just went like this loud, you know, sound effect, and, and it they would all just drop. Yeah, they all drop, but you only get that like once or twice. Oh wow, that's like your fail safe to go to, in case it gets really bad. I couldn't. I, I was doing this on a, on an emulator, and I couldn't even get to a point. That I felt comfortable enough to save state it to feel to feel like I could continue with the game from there. No, no, it's just too <laughs> it was, fast. Yeah, it was it was hard. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even make it past the diner when I was playing it. I was just like, yeah, okay, I gotta watch this <laughs> because I'm not gonna be able to get past this part. That's how hard that was. And so if they reach the counter, immediately, no matter where you are behind the counter, it stopped. And you're stuck in the past. And you <laughs> get the bully to slide you on this counter across. And hit the glass door. Yeah. And you just go down like like silly putty. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a great animation. <laughs> go down like, yeah. Yeah. So, that was frustrating. But I did pass it. Um, and so the next part, again, more more streets. Yeah. Go more back to the same more thing again. And more streets. But are there new enemies? No. They're the same ones. Yeah. So you're going through different colored stages, but it's the same layout, more or less, and you're going through the sidewalk. Is that identifying, like, time of day, you think? Yeah, that makes sense, because it does get dark at one point in the movie, and so mm-hmm. therefore the colors change a bit. Yeah. Well, let's be honest, that. it's just a palette swap. They were just trying to make <laughs> it not be the same level over yeah. and over yeah. again. I'm trying to give it something. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I want to be as forgiving as possible. I love the movies, and I actually grew up playing the game, so I'm trying to... I'm actually trying to see this... I'm trying to separate nostalgia from reality as far as what it's like for a gamer to enjoy this. Right. Uh, Th- this is a game that you had before and in, uh, in the past, and you did beat it. I did beat it, but I had cheats. That was the only way to do it. Yeah. But it was hard. And that was, mind you, without the save states. Right. Back in the day with Game Genie. But I, I will I will give it some credit in the, the in the part that you guys talked about earlier about how we didn't just have random blobs or aliens from out of nowhere, you know, attacking Marty. It was actually things at least somewhat In the real world. Yeah. <laughs> so, something relevant to Hill Valley, something that Marty didn't experience during the movie, at least at one point in the movie, he mm-hmm. came across this. He didn't come across 20 guys carrying windows. He came across, I think, maybe one, but... No, I don't think so. I don't think he ever did. No. Really? No. I, I want to say there was something, at least during the skateboard scene, He crashes into, like, uh, someone that's from the courthouse with a bunch of paperwork. That's all I remember. Paper goes everywhere. I don't think that made it to the game, though. No. 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 <laughs> I didn't make it. No, the glass did. The glass <laughs> right. did. Yeah. The, the diner made it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So the diner is reminiscent of the movie, yeah. but it, that didn't occur exactly yeah, like in the movie. Yeah, because you know. there, there are games out there, and I, I'm trying to recall, I remember the Goonies at some point, and there's just... For a live-action game... 
there was a lot of enemies that just were not rooted in reality. Right. Whereas that that is one thing I will give this game. It is a bit more realistic with the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what we would see in a live action movie, not just random blobs just because we happen to have to have an, an enemy. enemy there. Yeah. You know, one thing that irritated me, it's like such a stupid thing. <laughs> that, no, 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 not the Hornet or the bee. The fact that the most iconic thing that Marty wears in the beginning of the movie that's so 1985 is that red... The jacket. The, the red sweater vest, the, the, you know... The life jacket looking The life one. jacket. Yeah. They don't put that at all in the game you, when he's running around. and Well, in 1955, I know he changes his suit or whatever, but... That doesn't make the cameo. It's like, okay, I don't know. It, it just, it didn't feel right. That's one of the downsides to the game is that it only deals with the stuff that happens in the past. There is no lead up to why they're there or even right. afterwards. It's only what happens in 1955. Yeah. So then that takes us to the next part, which is Marty in the classroom. Right. And he's dodging hearts. Yeah. yeah. Little kisses from Lorraine. Lorraine. Who's going up and down on one side. <laughs> and he has to block it with a book. Yeah. <laughs> no. Stop the advances. No love. Um, Not yeah, today. Go, <laughs> go away, Mom. <laughs> but that was the same concept as the milkshake, except that... In reverse. In reverse, and you were blocking. Right. So... Which made it a little bit easier because it was at least you a were trail just that you could that right. you could yeah go along yeah, with, with it. anticipate yeah yeah it it's still it, hard. it goes along it's still hard though yeah it still yeah. it still goes along with what I was saying before though of anything that happened in the past he would have to try to block or stop and that would affect the photo on the bottom mm-hmm. so he's having to and that happened in the movie you know oh, are you Calvin Klein it's in the stitches of your underwear type mm-hmm. of thing you know mm-hmm. and yeah always having to to like keep his mom like putting his head on hand on his on her forehead to say go away <laughs> yeah he doesn't actually do that i'm just yeah no no yeah yeah, yeah. i gotcha <laughs> metaphorically yeah. yeah exactly yeah the only way you would be able to understand what was going on in it is if you had seen the movie if you didn't really see and even though i've i've seen the movie there were still some things in it where i was like what is what is this part of it how is this part of the movie you know, like like what you were talking about with the milkshakes, or how were we supposed to know that would be Lorraine? It could have just been some random girl in the classroom. Right. It doesn't say anywhere dodged Lorraine or yeah. right. I don't think it says that. Not nothing that I saw. Yeah. No, there's no instruction or anything. Right. So, that's the classroom part. And then, so, uh, what happens after the classroom part? So after the classroom part, something really exciting happens. You go back walking on the streets again. Is that? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but, I but missed. I it's missed a different that. color. Do you guys want to know if the music changed? Because it didn't. <laughs> the same monotonous music. <laughs> power oh. of love. No, no, it's not power of love. No. No, you do the same thing again, but with a darker scheme because it's getting dark. Mm-hmm. True, it is. It's getting dark, and that's the point. You're trying to do all this, but before the next morning. There are more skateboards, though. You pick up more, you mean? And like, there, there's more. There's more. Um, there's more opportunity to pick up a skateboard. The skateboard starts to appear more. Okay. At this point, the developer feels bad for you. It's like just, just get the game done. All right, come on. We know we've given you a lot of running parts to speed through. This is such a monotonous up. part. You're not missing much. Just keep going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so after that, you go to the uh, the school dance. the school dance. Yep. You have your guitar. Your 
playing Johnny Be Good, but really you're catching notes and you're going up and down with the directional pad trying to catch either high, low, or mid. It's the first Guitar Hero game ever made. That's it. First Boom. Guitar Hero. Inspiration. That's it. Yeah, Guitar <laughs> Hero saw that early on. Some kid played. He's like, I'm going to make a game with guitars. Now, I have to ask you a question. Oh, wait. You, you didn't get that far, though, did you? Not myself playing it, no. Okay, because I was so curious about how the controls were supposed it, to work on that. It's horrible. This is, okay, this is my worst part of the game because the notes go so fast that, again, you're catching high, mid, and low. So you're putting the guitar, mind you, Marty's, like, strumming the whole time. You either go left or you go right with your guitar wherever the notes are flying, and it, judging by the shape of it, you're either getting the high ones right, and then you, you go, you have to press two times for it to go up. So you're not just, if you're at low, oh. you gotta go click, click to go high. So what it doesn't won't, just, it won't just be to, like press oh, wow. and it'll go up. Nope. It doesn't, or, or when you let go of up, it doesn't go back to no, center. No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. It stays up. So, you, you and if you if you leave it mid, it stays mid. Gotcha. So that that's what made it hard. Especially when the notes started going crazy from left to right because and it's you like it's, a, you're you about high. to catch a high note and over here comes a low one on your, on your other side, but hurry. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's ugh, so frustrating. But I did manage to beat it again with Game Genie. Yeah, Game Genie. <laughs> Thank you for letting me beat that part. Um, then you're trying to get, you're trying to fill up a gauge to, I guess, either win the crowd or play the song. To be able song. to get the parents to kiss. That's it. Yeah, you're trying to get the parents to kiss, to have their first kiss of the mm-hmm. dance. Okay, follows the movie. You're so right, setting the mood. Yeah, setting the mood for the movie. That's cool. If you can even make it to the game this far. <laughs> and if you did, yeah. MLG. Congratulations. Seriously. Congratulations. Uh, and then after that, what what am I missing here? I think I don't think there's anything after that. You're back to the streets yet again. You go running. You go running yet again. At night. Okay. There's a part where you get in the, in the DeLorean, but I don't think that's this part. No. Okay. You go running again. Because you're at the school, and you have to run again to the You're going down hall. on the map now to Town Hall. Yeah. And now, what do you remember from Town Hall? That is the part where that's where they get into the DeLorean, and he has to... I, that's the part in the movie when they actually do set up the DeLorean, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what I, I... Okay, I thought that was like a courthouse. Maybe it is. I don't know. It was either courthouse, Town Hall, something you, like that. Okay. I think it was the courthouse in the, the map view. Oh, okay. 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 So you get there... You get there, and then they have to get back in time. And Because when you're running there, it's nighttime. And so the storm is coming. And so Marty has to get into the time machine and get up to 88 miles an hour. And, it, and it's another street thing, again, where you're having... But you're in the DeLorean, you're having to go back and forth, and you're dodging obstacles in the road and lightning strikes to try to get up to 88 miles an hour by the end of the map. Is this animated? I don't remember at this point. Is there rain or lightning? Yeah. And, okay. Because I don't remember any of that. Yeah. There's there's a bit of rain and there and the lightning is what I was saying. The lightning strikes that that okay. come to the ground. You have to dodge those with debris, and you have to get up to. There are times when you're going through it that you can go straight and hit 88, but then when you make any turn or dodge, you drop down to like 40 miles an hour or something like that. Okay. But you and have to hit you, it, and if you lose this part, oh, this is the devastating you part. You don't, you don't get to try again. It's kids. not, a, it's not a life over. It's, it's a, over. It's a game over. <laughs> You're done. Thanks for playing this far. Start again. What, what does it say at the end there? Do we have that? Yeah, there's a message that. It, okay, that so yeah, when you lose, this shows a game over screen, and it says, "Tough luck, Marty." 
looks like you're stuck here. And the player is presented this message if Marty fails to get the DeLorean to 88 miles an hour by the time he reaches the wires, regardless of how many lives he has left. Now you tell me if you're a kid in the 80s and you (laughs) get this message and you happen to get this far... You don't want to just chuck your NES system just out the window. <laughs> this isn't one where it's like, oh, darn, I have to go through the game again and sit there as you're going through. Yeah. Let's like, start it all oh. over again with the monotony. <laughs> it's probably just going to say congratulations. Forget this. <laughs> Awful. Okay, you make it. You, yeah. you make you make the the run with the with the DeLorean. So you get back to 1985, and we get an epic ending. No. And you get to out now. The this game is where, literally this, ends. This is <laughs> just where, scrolling text. This is where LGN, I feel like, really missed an opportunity here. They had nothing in the beginning about 1985. So, for, okay, I can forgive that. They're jumping right into the past. Let's get into it. Sure. We're going into the game. Yeah. At least give, they, they just had a part where you were in the DeLorean. They even have the mini games in there of you either having to throw the milkshakes or stop the hearts from the rain you know a, a side scrolling type of of mini game for it right they could have made it cool and put you in the DeLorean a little bit further ahead with some obstacles coming you had to dodge in a in a side scrolling fashion with the Libyans behind you and you could and you would have to either dodge things in the front they could shoot a rocket launcher and have like a little thing going across and you had to dodge that or something because they had the rocket launcher yeah. in the movie for Marty to, to try to get away. After that would have been cool. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. fantastic. Yeah. No, you don't get it. Yeah. It's no. just game over. You're it's done. It's over. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> they really missed out on an opportunity to really to just tie it in to just give it a finish. You know what's even funnier is that there's no credits at the end. No, yeah, it just goes... It's literally... I think it's thanks. just a congratulations, thanks for playing, Back and then... the title screen. All over again. And games cost how much during this time? I don't even remember. Sixty. I don't remember. NES games must have been, yeah, close to 60 bucks, like what we have today. And that's that's your replay value? Really? And when you right. think about it, no more than probably about a year later, I checked it was in Japan, Super Mario Brothers 3 was released in October 1989, and it released in the U.S. a few months later. You see a game of that scale, and you see the potential there, the music, the graphics, the colors, and you see the amount of effort these guys put into it. It's almost like they didn't even want credit for it. By not putting yeah. the credits in there. Yeah. I they, just, they didn't care. I just looked it up. So the 1990 cost on average of a game back then was $50. It's a lot of money for 1990. Let's add let's add inflation rate to what it would cost to uh, today. Or no, in 2013, it was that it equated to $89. So almost $90. I just see a chart right here. The console of the NES in 85 was $200 with an inflation rate. It would be over. It would be close to five hundred bucks right now for four hundred thirty nine dollars. So well, game, not if you played it. <laughs> <laughs> so games. Well, like that was that. the console, but the game was in two thousand thirteen. Money was almost ninety dollars in equivalents. It's like games like that weren't really meant to be beaten. It's like they just wanted to get you to keep trying and trying and trying and trying. That was the replay value. It was like the ba- it was like 
It was like what they were doing with arcades. Right. It yep. was to it was a coin muncher. Really is what yeah, it was. Absolutely. Instead they made it so hard that there was gonna be no count on money munching. It, it was they just... made it yeah, they made it so hard they were just like, We feel bad if we took all your money every time you tried to beat this game, so here have a Seriously. console version <laughs> of it. Yeah. Try right. have at it, kid. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> here, connect it to the game genie. There you go. Get an infinite lives and yeah. maybe you'll beat this. Maybe. Jeez. So, as we talked about earlier, we we have a rating system that we developed here at Retro Game Night. Very genius and very very complex. <laughs> yeah, it's you'd have to go to school to understand it. So we are going to share that with you now. I volunteer you first, Kyle. All right. <laughs> so give me your rating, and again to remind our listeners, we have showcase it. Which means you display it proudly. This is a game that you love and that you will always treasure and always play. Or you got one and done, play it once, keep it, or put it away, but you're not going to revisit it again, or flush it, which is just complete hmm. garbage. Hmm. So go. Hmm. For me personally, I would say I flush it. I... There, there were some cool things in it that I liked. The fact that instead of, uh, I think I mentioned it before, instead of just having a life number, they did a thing with the picture. Every time you failed or you took too long, the picture started to fade, and then Marty would fade out of existence, and it was a game over thing. That was really cool. The DeLorean at the end of it was uh, a cool little added, added there was a cool thing to put into it of showing an actual DeLorean in it instead of just a regular car. But really, to me, there's no real... It, it, you you had to watch the movie in order to understand anything that was going on in it. Yeah. And it just doesn't hold up. It, it's, it's too much like Paperboy. There's so much monotony in it. The music is not, is not the greatest. We heard a little sample of that. Yeah. So for me personally, it's a flush it. But there is a caveat to it. If you like the movies if you are a huge fan of the movies give it a one and done try it out see just just for nostalgia's sake or just for the fact that you want to give it a shot just to see what they were trying to do but to collect it to put it on a shelf to display it or anything no and, no but I'm you're, flush and you're going with flush it then. yeah my yeah. my my opinion flush it get it out of there i have to say flush it too and Kyle touched on a lot of the reasons i did like how the the picture once I realized what it was <laughs> it, it is a nice unique feature than just hearts or life bar or once and psh, done you're dead you mm -hmm. know you hit one th obstacle bam you're gone right so I did like that I did like a little bit of relevance to the movie itself some nice little you know, might almost say easter eggs in there just some of the enemies and some of the other obstacles you face were things that you did see in the movie even though they weren't that significant and then but the music was just torturous when I heard about the game over screen and how it says oh well too bad you're stuck here that's the true torture if you had to be stuck listening to to that music forever <laughs> that's some good torture right there and if you're 
happy with the Paperboy games. If that is a genre of games that you do enjoy, I am with Kyle and say, you know, give it a try. I mean, check it out, see how, see how the game works for you. But it's worth for, an emulation, right? <laughs> but for most of us, if if we have to focus our time, you know, very well, I would say just flush it. Don't don't even waste your time with it. I'm gonna go with. Okay, for me, I'm, I'm fighting nostalgia with it because I did grow up with it. I'm a big fan of the movies. I do have Bob Gale himself saying, don't buy it. <laughs> uh, so part, part of the nostalgic part of me would say one and done, but I am going to go with a flush it. This is the worst based game of, off of a movie I have ever played so far. Yet I love the movie so much. So there's that right. little part of me that gets kind of excited to do it because it's hey, it's Back to the Future. It's cool. It's I a mean, game. I mean, come on. Even behind you, you have a picture for, of of you and Doc together. I've I've met Christopher Lloyd. He's a great guy, and I'm I'm huge with it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm even saying, don't do it. <laughs> hey, but, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Steer clear. <laughs> do do the movie. Watch the movie trilogy. You won't. You can't go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome epic movies it's almost like it's too good to be made into a game however here's my part of sneaking in a little bit of new with our retro gaming i think that back to the future the game for ps4 and xbox one the telltale the telltale is really excellent and that did get bob gale's seal of approval he made the game he put a lot of effort to it did he he wrote that he wrote that and he wrote it with the same other screenwriter because there was two of them the other name escapes me um, that made the game and they said this is what we wanted if there were to be a part four this would be it so it is a true sequel canon they even went out of their way when they made the game initially they got a bunch of voice actors and they got almost everybody from the original cast to come back with the exception of uh, the voice of Biff, which was, I can't remember the name of the voice actor, but they went back again to make the game, and they did a anniversary version of this game for PS4 and Xbox One, and they re-released it as an anniversary version mm-hmm. that actually had the original voice of Biff, the uh, actor oh, wow. Tom Wilson. So they brought him back. That's so how much they believed in this sequel. That's yeah. awesome. I'm going to have and, to look for that. <laughs> and Michael J. Fox makes a, makes a cameo in it, but the guy that plays Marty McFly mm-hmm. sounds shockingly real life Michael J. Fox, even though it's Jeez. not him. And but that's and that's rare. It's that, rare. rare. To sound them. like them, him, uh, that's that's you know tough. <laughs> so other than that, I'm gonna say yeah, I I don't I don't like it. Flesh it. And Flesh it. I think I'm I think I'm really confident with that. But th- this is cool because I mean, there's a lot of games that are based on movies. And it's fun to kind of see, you know, how well they match it to the movie. And sometimes I've even heard that some games were better than the movies that they're based on. So we we can dive into more later. That'd be awesome um, to be able to jump into those. Yeah, and there's some ones that would be retro now that were on PS2, PS3, because that's right. getting to be very, very vintage now. Uh, I, mean, I don't want to say vin- very, but, you know, they're getting vintage. Um, PS5 is, is almost on the ver- horizon, is, right. so that's, <laughs> you know, two yeah. generations it's ago. It's coming up. Yeah. yeah. And so there's some games that were really good. I heard one was, I think it might have been a Captain America game that was for the PS3 that people had said that that was actually almost better than the movie for how deep the story goes. And it, they had more time to develop character 
where you know the movie was kind of like you know, we only had a certain amount of time so mm-hmm. and the movie was very good so to say that I'm sure the game must be great I have played yeah. it a little bit but I haven't gone through it but gotcha. there's, there's plenty more games that we'll talk about that are based on movies and we'll dive in to see you know what we think of it and rate it and tell you guys what we uh, what we come up with so and we have a couple in mind to, to talk about but if, if you know of any that you want us to go over and try out and rate drop yeah, us a let line. us know definitely I'm, I'm up for suggestions there may be some I'm not even aware of exactly yeah so I think that's pretty much it um, Josh what's coming up on our horizon here well, on March 29th, 30th, and 31st, that uh, Friday through Sunday weekend, will be WonderCon in Anaheim. Now, for those of you who might be attending, just to let you know, Player 1, Damien, and Player 2, Kyle, will be out and about throughout the weekend, so you may get a chance to be able to meet up with them if they're there. Also coming up, we have the Mario Timeline Part 2. We're still working on that right now, but that will be coming in the not-too-distant future. As soon as Kyle can muster up more brain power for it, because it took (laughs) a lot out of all of us the last time. (laughs) So much more information and mind-breaking goodness coming. So much good stuff coming. So um, if you guys have any questions at all, you can write us regarding uh, either of those things, the timeline. If you have any input, uh, we'll definitely mention you. And, um, you know, if you have something great to bring forward with our research. To add or to questions add. you may have, I'll Questions would be best. good. Yeah, because we can incorporate that with the timeline. Because I, I tend to pose most questions just because I it just boggles my mind going through <laughs> all of it. But if you have more, that'd be awesome. <laughs> So that'll wrap things up for us tonight. If you like to do the internets, don't forget to drop us a line on Instagram. And we are at retro underscore game night. If you do the Twitters, retro game night one. If you like to email, retro game night at hotmail.com. Give us your comments. Give us your questions. We'd love to hear from you. But until next time, Stay super califragilistic expialidocious, my people. Have a good night, everybody. Really? You're gonna end with that? Most. Looks like a treat. Get out of here.